0: okay I'm on my way to Hotel Providence in Providence Rhode Island guess what it's famous for oh many things but in my book the most famous event and not really sure if this is the actual place but pirate Collins came uh, from a long journey to Providence Hotel, Hotel Providence, from Massachusetts. And he drove the carriage with his horses. So he came with his horse and carriage from the long journey from Massachusetts right in front of the Hotel, hotel Providence. Um, and I will tell you in a second what happened next. So I'm standing here in front of Hotel Providence, where pirate Collins arrived uh, from Massachusetts with heavy load of treasure chests. And he prepaid for 30 days, looked like pirate, walked like pirate, and what happened next is very, very interesting. Are you enjoying the program so far? Then if you have not already, click Subscribe so you won't miss any new vital information.
1: As the stranger pulled in front of the Hotel Providence he stepped down and after making certain that the horses would not barely shaft from the long journey from Massachusetts he entered the hotel requesting a second floor room overlooking the street. The newcomer paid for 30 days in advance and signed his name in the register as Peter Gifford. The clerk couldn't help noticing the pistols and his pirate look the stranger was very confident, had a very dark and almost evil, glistening black eyes. A uh, very sinister type of a look. Uh, he asked uh, for help to carry his heavy chest up to his room, and so the uh, men sent for two men. The two uh, laborers came a few minutes later and uh, started carrying a heavy, large wooden chest upstairs to his room. Names of these men were James Blake and Bernard Starkey. So with great difficulty, they wrestled the chest from the wagon and dragged it upstairs, pausing every few steps. And one of them asked, why the chest is so heavy? And he was given an answer that this is none of his concern. And that the sooner they delivered it to his quarter, the better. So for the next several minutes, the men struggled step by step with the chest until they finally got it to the second floor and they dragged it into Gifford's room. He gave each man silver coin and dismissed them. But before leaving, Blake asked again what was in the chest. But uh, Gifford just shushed them out without answering. Then he took the wagon to the nearby livery where he arranged for care and storage for his horses. The silver coins that Blake and Starkey earned was the only coins they have seen for over a week, so they decided to spend uh, that evening in a nearby tavern join the local ale. And so this, they discussed uh, the stranger and what was in the chest. Two men agreed that, judging by the heavy weight and the sound made by the contents, it was certainly It was certain that the treasure contains coins. And after a long discussion, they decided to break into uh, Gifford's room and see for themselves what was inside of the chest. They noticed that Gifford had a certain routine and left his room around dawn. Each morning, ate breakfast, uh, then uh, went for a walk before returning to his room at 10. Uh, then he um, went for dinner at the tavern called the bull and the bear where he usually remained till midnight and one night actually it was an evening while Gifford was uh, eating his dinner in the tavern a large man approached him with an uh, angry red face, pointed finger at him and said in loud voice that he was a Peter Collins, the notorious pirate uh, uh, who he has attacked the ship on on which the, uh, the stranger was on, the, the large man who was accusing him, his name was McGinty. And he said the Collins attacked he was a sailor on the ship. He said the Collins attacked the ship, tortured and killed everyone. And he uh, uh, h- hanged McKinty of the yard arm. but somehow, after he was cut from the uh, cut down and thrown to the sea, he was able to survive. And after the pair pirates sailed away, he was uh, able to reach the shore after three days where he eventually was rescued by the British trading vessel so while he was accused Gifford was sitting quietly at the table at the table uh listening to the uh, stranger tirade stranger's tirade and all of a sudden McGinty uh, stopped closer to Gifford and Pointing at him, told him he was going to kill him with his bare hands. Gifford uh, stood up, took his two pistols, and shot the man right in the chest. The holes were about an inch from inch apart in the center of his chest. After that, Gifford returned calmly to his to finish his dinner. Blake and Starkey decided to make a move and break into Gifford's room. They decided to create diversion and create local fire. While the clerk from the hotel ran out to see what was going on, they entered the hotel room and went to Gifford's room. Broke into his room and opened the treasure chest, and sure enough, there were hundreds, maybe thousands, of gold coins. They started stuffing their pockets, and when they were done, they got up and turned to leave when they saw Gifford standing right there With pistols pointing at them he ordered them to uh, put the coins back in the chest and get out get out of town or he would kill them the two men were found dead gifford in the meantime packed up left the hotel went to warwick where he purchased uh, a house he would come back to providence and only for supplies and books and stayed a short while. That was going on for about a year, until um, a local naval officer spotted Gifford in Providence and recognized him as uh, Peter Collins, a pirate who was wanted for a variety of crimes: murder, kidnapping, robbery, and piracy. He was able to mount local posse and the next morning they left uh, for Warwick to arrest Gifford as they approached his house he came out of his house and shot two of them and then started running towards the backwoods Mm -hmm. to the woods in the back of his property where he was shot upon questioning Gifford's servant about uh, his chest because they couldn't find it in the house anywhere the servant said that Gifford hired local men to excavate a hole somewhere on the property between the house and the shore nearby Greenwich, Greenwich Bay in the, in, the little, in the woods. He actually watched the two men drag this chest into the woods, but the servant never saw the excavation and had no idea where it might be located. The two men that were helped to bury the, the treasure chest were found dead one week. They were both shot in the head. They searched the woods but they couldn't find the excavation. One year went by, and so most likely the site was probably grown over with vegetation. As far as we know, the treasure has never been found, and the contents is believed to be gold coins. Estimated to be worth many millions of dollars.
0: So we are here on the site uh, in Oakland Beach. This is one of the possible location that is describing between the property and East Greenwich Bay, that the the big uh, uh, treasure chest is buried. So this is the Oakland Beach site. The other possible site um, is Warwick Neck. And we will go there next. This is still the side of Auckland Beach. Just showing you the possibilities for this possible, uh, for this chest location. it's a beautiful day today it's just the beginning of summer but as you can see there are structures here buildings it could be this particular area it is possible but now i'm going to the other side of Warwick that has access from the residential side to East Greenwich Bay. So we're going to explore that. I'll see you there.